Hello, travelers. Please have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard, starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist Flint Thari, Hunter Royal as the cobalt brawler with a chip on his shoulder, Egrid Stonehide, Jason Hobbs as the old veteran, Rovarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron, and Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard, Roscoe Sitfoot. Hosted by Eli Royal. Join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war. Hello, you're listening to We Play RPGs. I'm your host, Eli, joined by... Hi, I'm Abby. I play Flint the Rye. I'm Jason, and I play Robarth Mirax. Hello, I am Jerry, and I am Roscoe Soupfoot. And I am Hunter, playing Igris Stonehide. Excellent. You know, this episode of We Play RPGs is brought to you by Gavin's Personal Stalking. Now, Jason, you've always wanted a stalker, right? Of course. Yeah, you know, that's how you know that uh, we live in dangerous times where mental health care is not readily available. Agreed. Anyway, with Gavin's stalking, even though Gavin doesn't know you, he will follow you everywhere and insist on hanging out just for the modest fee of all of your personal time. That sounds wonderful. So remember, everybody, if you want to be horrified, Gavin's stalking. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> that, that's a product. Uh, I mean... All right, so... <laughs> so basically you're just paying someone to be your friend. When we left off, you guys were about to be cooked dinner by a dragon. As you do. Because you found her art installation. She comes back into this room and she has this boar and it's partially frozen. It seems like she has somewhere in here that she's managed to keep the temperature down. And she puts it on the spick and starts running it over. She skins and you know, does all that stuff. Starts running it over this fire. I just imagine she's so big, like, you get like, you know, like, those weird little, like, apple peelers that, like, you just, it just spins and runs it across the little peeler? I imagine she's, like, doing that with the spit, just, like, with one wall, like, skinning this pig. Maybe. You're not a doctor. <laughs> wow, that, that would be so bloody. I'm just imagining that, it's just, like... Well, it's an old kill. It doesn't have any blood left. Well, I mean, it's so weird, like, you're just, Oh, uh... no, it's definitely weird. <laughs> Flint's not going to comment on it, but he kind of, like, cr- kind of scrunches up and, like, starts, like, you know, wringing his tail again. you got to skin the boar somehow. Yep. Roscoe's fascinated by the process. Ooh, this um, is interesting. It's, it's interesting. It actually gets yeah. very warm in this room very quickly. Phew. Yeah, I mean, you're not sweating because it's, like, 22 degrees outside of this cave. And, you know, Igris doesn't have sweat glands. Yeah. Uh, there's two things, two reasons. But it is, it's a lot warmer than you thought it would be. And she's, you know, asking you guys about where you're from, what are you doing out here. She doesn't know where Castle Gulrick is. She hasn't really explored that much. She's only been in the area for like 30 years. I mean, you've been here longer than I've been alive, so. Oh, well. Well, that's... let me tell you about it. So, you know, where I come from, ruled by dwarves, right? And uh, about, uh, about. 
15 years ago, there was this really crazy one named Regan, and uh, he, he like, just basically ran the economy of the mines into just, it, it just, just into the hole. And just to build these, like, magical defense towers, because he was convinced that dragons were coming to just attack us at any moment when we needed these magical defense towers. Well, that's just And, racist. of course, you know, like, the cobalt... <sighs> well, I mean, yes. I mean, first off, we didn't really have anything that the dragons would want. Uh, second of all, you know, it's not like every dragon in the world is going to be after us. So, like, maybe some of them that are, like, particularly aver- greedy or, or malicious, but, you know, most dragons are like, nah, it's not worth the effort. You know, not when they could just trade for what they wanted. And anyway, so, and of course, you know, it's like the, the Cobalt representatives are like, look, this is ruining the economy. I mean, there's no dragons that want anything. I mean, like, the, the, the towers don't even work against, like, I don't know, like, flying giant eagles or anything. So, like, what, what exactly the point is there? But of course, the dwarves are like, no, they don't want to admit that a Cobalt said, you know, saw a flaw that they didn't. So, you know, oh my goodness. And, you know, so they still revere this guy and, like, have these whole, they, they keep basing a lot of their economic policies on on his stuff. And it's just like, it's, like, it just doesn't make sense. You know, it just doesn't make sense. I was glad to get out of there. I mean, like, you know, I had some run-ins with some of the authorities and, like, they don't really like me anyway. But, you know, that's that's kind of secondary to why I don't want to be there. You, uh, you okay there, buddy? <laughs> You know, Regan person seems like a dick. You, uh, you doing okay? How are you doing there, buddy? Well, uh, well, you know, then he was followed by, uh, this guy named Bosch and, uh, his son. You know, and they were just as bad. Of course, that we just did not need to be into. And it's like, there weren't even, there weren't even people that, like, you know, there wasn't even a concrete enemy. We were just kind of like, you know, sending troops out in the field to just, like, stand there and look menacing. And you, uh, <laughs> I, wait, I have, I have so many questions now. Like, you have Flint's full attention. Like, I want to hear the whole story now. Like, holy crap. I already have a night, I have a notebook out writing stuff down. <laughs> I was an officer in the Great War not too long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, what was really bad was that you know, like, I wasn't even old enough to vote when most of this stuff was going in, and you know, it's just like, and then like they started making all of these like, like identification laws for the kobolds. And it was like, and they were saying, no, it's to make sure that nobody votes more than once or does it fraudulently. But clearly it was aimed at the kobolds to keep us from voting and getting our say and our elected representatives. And, you know, it's just, uh, you know, you know what? No, this is making me angry. And, you know, I'm, I'm here to, we're, we're here to talk to the, the, this, the, this lovely dragon who, and about her art installation and, you know, enjoy a nice meal. And you know what? I'm, I'm not going to talk about this anymore. That's fair. That's fair. That, that was a lovely you story. You see, good sir, did you say you were in the Great War? Yes, I was. I will need to get your personal account someday. I start fiddling through my um bag because that is my that is part of my life's work. Actually, I am doing an oral account from as many people as I can about the Great War. What can I say? I put a huge I put a huge mess of notes. It was hell. <laughs> a lot of people died, but. At the end of the day, we got our ancestral home back. <laughs> it was hell. It was against Tiefling. Ah, I get it. You, uh, 
You sort of got your ancestral home back. Sort of. <laughs> yeah, I was about to point that out as well. <laughs> you, I guess, depending on what your definition of getting your ancestral home back is. Look, I grew up in Thar. I didn't grow up in, in Ackland. That's true. Yes. But, yes, I am writing, uh, I am writing, a, I am writing a very comprehensive book called The Words of War. Now when this is all said and done, I'll have to get some uh, of the old notebooks out. Well, I got my ancestral helm back. I put on my helm. Suddenly my eyes are glowing red. <gasps> I am, like, uh, Flint has just been kind of sitting there, like, kind of scrunching up in himself, because, like, yeah, on one hand, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't born during the Great War, but at the same time, it's just like, yeah, that whole makes him uncomfortable. Because, like, he's just like, what do I say? Do I say sorry? I wasn't even part of it. But he, like, kind of latches on to Yggris showing off his helm. That is a magnificent helm, I must confess. I believe it also turns your eyes red. Yes. Yes. They, it, it makes them glowing red. Is that, a, is that like a does that have like a thaumaturgy attack a cantrip attached to it or something? <laughs> it's it's literally it was something that I found one of the weird like extra books and it was just like it it's technically an enchanted helm but it does nothing except make your eyes glow red. It doesn't even give me a bonus to intimidate or anything. It just it just makes my eyes glow red. Um, Eli, mm-hmm. did we did any of us did any of us get the dragon's name? I can't remember. Uh, uh yeah. It's uh, X-I-L-O-N-G. Z-Long. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Z-Long, if you don't mind me asking, what was the inspiration for your town? Well, you just... I've always been very fascinated by the lives that you and your folk lead. Obviously, dragon culture is very different. And I, I just wanted to show that. Uh, with my carvings and my work. I actually, I go into the uh, forest quite a lot while I'm getting supplies together. And not so much lately. There's been a man in there laughing maniacally. I, I just don't really want to deal with it. That is fair. I mean, I would too if I was her. Just avoid the woods. You don't need to deal with the local creep. Uh, Galvrin is incredibly excited to hear this. Um, and oh, good, he's got a quest. Yeah, and uh, Grinald, his steed, has to kind of lay down on him, more or less, to keep him <laughs> from uh, immediately getting up to go do whatever. <laughs> I just imagine that, like, the dragon just, like, do, like, the sentry dragon just doing a, a belly flop on him. No, it's more like, um, like, when a big like, dog lays in your lap. Except this dog is the size of a like, pony. No. In the, in the person that's three feet tall. Yeah, pretty much. That's big dog do. It's like our great Pyrenees sitting on my younger, my brother when he was four. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you guys uh, chat through the night. The wild boar is not great. Uh, you can eat it, but it's not seasoned at all. 
she doesn't cook usually. Dragons generally right. eat raw. Right. Is it better than trail rations? It is better than trail rations. I'll eat it. Then it's delicious to me. <laughs> it's probably a hell of a lot better than the rations you got during the war. Exactly. I mean, this is probably better than like some of the stuff Flint's, eat- Flint's eaten. Mm-hmm. I will be gracious and say it's good. Yeah, she she invites. She's very happy to hear that. She invites yeah. you guys to you know stay the evening and you, know, you can get going in the morning. Good. Uh, I'm gonna offer her some uh, some notes on her art installation, just like more for realism, like putting latches on the doors and like maybe making some facsimiles of foodstuffs. Yeah, she doesn't seem to take your criticism. She's not upset but she does not seem to take your criticism well. Shortly after your uh, critiques, she says goodnight and leaves the room. (laughs) We're going to hear her crying herself to sleep, aren't we? No. She cries very quietly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, see, man, you hurt her feelings. <laughs> to be fair, he's trying to be helpful. Constructive criticism is part of the craft. One should learn to take it. Well, I mean, she doesn't know much about, like, you know, humanoid culture and, and whatnot, so I'm trying to help by, like, giving her some pointers about things she might not have known. I mean, this is fair. This is fair. It's alright. I don't. She'll probably wake up and she'll probably wake up and have it shooken off whatever he told her. Let's hope. Anyway, um... I think she's gonna get up in the morning and go smash it, and then another gnome paladin is gonna come through and... (laughs) Um, so... I just get the feeling our particular gnome is just, uh, you know, particularly, like, unversed in, like, the way petrification works, like me. Oh, he's real dumb. Um... <laughs> he seems very genuine, but oh, oh my god, oh, he's, he's so got dumb. a great heart. Um, so should we just like leave and go back to like our original task? Well, that is the question. Uh, are you guys going to look into this maniacal laughter? I mean, I kind of want to. But there's like some creep wandering around the road woods. I kind of want to take care of it. Well, I mean, we're already going to be in us. the woods, so. Uh, Nine, five gets you ten that this, like, maniacal laughter is related to the, the castle in some way, so you know what? Why not? Yeah, why not? Alright. Alright. Well, well, the rest of the group has already, if the rest of the group has decided to investigate, so will I. Sidetrack the adventure. <laughs> it's what we do best. Well, I mean, like, get rid of this dude now before, like, you know, he comes up and stabs us and stabs us while our backs are turned. Yeah, that's true. That 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 idea has merits, uh, Flint. You have or, uh, your, your, your first in our fleet. All right, then uh, I guess you guys ask. I assume you guys ask Zilong for directions. As and always. I'm going to apologize for if I offended her with my notes. Make I was only trying to roll. You know, <laughs> Oh no, I'm not going to be elaborate about it. I'm just going to be straightforward and say I am sorry for for offending you. Make a persuasion roll. I'm trying. I have to bring my character sheet back up. 
Not terrible. Not great. Average. Uh, Perfectly, redundantly average. Didn't make anything worse. <laughs> I'd take it. I'd take it. <laughs> yeah, man, just take it. Don't make it worse. Um, you see, if you were wearing your blue persuade shoes, you would actually succeed it. God damn it, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> see, this is the quality content you'll get if you subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> I feel like they're going to get it regardless. Jesus, Jerry, you're going to lose the power. <laughs> People are going to stop patronizing uh, us. Uh, so. Um, I'm going to neg the dragon. <laughs> I don't want to fight a dragon today. Um, I'm just gonna. Walk, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. You know, leave. Ask her dragon to leave. That sounds like a good plan. Um, seems like the best course of action here. That, that, that's that's my plan as well. So, you guys, uh, she gives you the directions of where she was hearing it, and uh, after a few hours, you find some tracks. It is, uh, well. Does anybody want to try a survival roll to track these tracks? Sure. I'll attempt. I will see if fate is on my side again. Fate is not on my side, I can tell you that right now. I will stick to my my book. (laughs) Well, when I thought I was going to be the worst one, Jason finds some mushrooms that look kind of tasty. You know, I find the mushrooms, he takes them and eats them. <laughs> um, so, uh, Igris, once on a roll. Igris, you, uh, find, you know, you're able to follow these tracks pretty easily. Flint, you're able to tell that these are probably halfling tracks. Either that or a child. But, they're being... They're, they're also, they're a little harder to see because of the way the feet are shaped, but they're like really big chicken footprints. Uh, is there like a bird of bird that's like has really big chicken feet? Like some type of animal? Are you asking like, that I out can loud? Sort of see them? Are you asking me? I'm asking that out loud. Okay. I'm asking that out loud to general to the party. A what? Can, can the party. I, can like I make... A- like a nature roll to know what this is. Yes. Okay. Because I, as a person, have a pretty good idea, but I'm not sure if Rovark knows. I got a twelve. Um. I mean, you know that there are birds that are big, but you don't know if any of them are around here. So that's my nature trying to figure out what the hell is hell it is we're following. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it can yes. be a lot of different stuff. You guys still are not figuring out what kind of natural bird is making this. Igris, you know that there shouldn't be any birds that big around here. Not walking on the ground any, anyway. His tiefling, or halfling, wearing really funny shoes. Uh, well, eventually, Wait, you guys... I don't think tieflings have chicken feet. You don't know. You're not a doctor. Uh, most tieflings well, I mean, have bro, regular I'm a feet. So like... uh... Hey, hey! No, there are a lot the of other ones have, like, hooves. Some of them. 
You don't know. There could be one with chicken feet. Uh, so you guys kind of come into right, help a, us uh, this argument. You guys kind of come into a clearing. Look, I don't know nothing. Okay. Uh, you come into this clearing. Uh, there are a few big trees. Uh, there's a dead tree. There's a boulder. Some clear patches of grass. There's also a halfling leading four cockatrices. Or rather, until you guys make a oh. knowledge arcana check. There are four chicken, like, imagine a chicken with most of its feathers plucked. That's like the size of a dog with bat wings and a lizard tail. Ooh. Uh. Well, Roscoe sees him and tries to identify him. Yeah, all of you identify them as cockatrices. They can turn you to stone, but it's always temporary. Great, more pe- great, more petrification. Um, he sees you. I'm, I'm going to attempt to make that as well. Oh boy! The uh, the halfling sees yes. you because it is kind of like three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, Rovar, do you know that cockatrices are monstrosities? They are not natural creatures, and mm-hmm. that they are they can turn stuff to stone. It's always temporary. They're not. Super dangerous. Four of them is uh, a little tricky, but you know, whatever. Um, I, I will relay that information to the rest of the party. Okay. So we're fighting demon chickens now. Kinda. So the That's halfling sees you guys. It, yes. He goes, ah. More fuel for the fire. They laughed at me when I said that I could domesticate now, cockatrice, great. and now they'll all pay. Yes. Can I just like immediately throw? Can you just kill initiative? yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna nope the fuck out of here. He's gonna <laughs> roll initiative and be like, ready an Eldritch blast at this guy. So He's what clearly you insane. Before you guys do any of that. Now, roll initiative. Alright, let's do this. Yay! I feel good. I don't feel good. Ha! I feel bad. I'm tied. Shut up! Alright. Now. I want to go first. Why is. Go ahead, oh, man, you're fast. First. I don't like that. Yeah. I'm 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 setting up a standard here. And I am afraid. Rovar can go first since he was already going to throw a Eldritch blast at this crazy fucker. The second he right. said, "Oh, I'm hey. going to feed you to my cockatrice," I was like, "Eh." Kirk. So I guess I'm a little madder for this guy if we tell him we really don't give a shit whether or not he can his issues with uh, domesticating cockatrices. I mean, you can always try, see what happens. <laughs> Somehow, I just don't think that's going to do anything. Well, I mean, that does seem thematically appropriate, Igris, to not care. Roscoe, can you see the map? Yes. All right. You're up first. What would you like to do? All right. What is, just quickly, first for my spell casting, what is each square? Is it five feet? Yes. Okay, thank you. So he's raising magical demonic chickens. Great. 
Um, let's see. Technically Five. not demonic, just monstrosities. Monstrosities, well, excuse me. <laughs> They're like abominations without being abominations. Okay. And he's talking about, and he's complaining about people making fun of him for it. Yep, and he also is threatening you with the chickens. That is rather rude of him. Death chickens. That's that can fair. paralyze you. Murder birds. Yeah. Murder birds! They are murder birds. Murder birds. Put you within 45 feet. Okay. I am going to vicious mockery him for trying to raise monstrous chickens. <laughs> All right. You uh, man. So, would you like? How would you like to do this? He complains. I'm saying, like, of course they're mocking you. It's such a foul thing to do. What do you think this is? Poultry in motion? Don't be ridiculous, man. You could be using your time for much more better use. Saw it off, and I'm not even going to say the next word he says. All right. So, I believe what what kind of save does he need to make? It's a wisdom versus charisma. Spell save DC is yes. 13. 13. He fails. And as a third level character, I don't know how much damage Mrs. Mockery does. Um, give me one second. We should have it written down. So, I believe... I'm going to crack open... 1d4 psychic. So, actually... So, you don't need to do that. You don't need to bring okay. up your, your, the settings of it. All you need to do is click on it. Just click on 1d4 psychic. Yep. Yep. And I will submit. Two psychic damage. Man, you just you just really hurt his feelings. I mean he's threatening us with monstrous chickens. I really don't care. He does that thing where he kinda like bites on his knuckle and inhales real quick. And he's like You don't know. You don't know anything. And I believe that's No better than to make monstrous chickens. I believe that's your turn. Unfortunately. Flint. I don't like the idea of the monstrous chickens. That's so fair. I'm gonna move up about, you know twenty twenty feet, like a one like one square behind Roscoe. Like how do I move my token? Do I just, just left click on drag? it and then drag. Yep. Right about there? Alright. So that's about twenty feet, then I'm Wait, how far is... How far would I have to throw... To who? I want to throw an acid splash bomb near the chickens. I don't know the specifics uh, of that spell. Journal... Da, da, da. Ba, 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 ba. Well, what's the range, range of the... I'm looking up now. The 60 feet. Yeah, so range, 60 feet, you hear a bubble of acid, choose one creature within range, or two creatures within range that are within five feet of each other. Okay, so, what you can do with that is you are close enough that if you toss it right here, did you see that little ping? Yeah. If you toss it right there, you can hit two cockatrices and the halfling. Okay, cool. Uh, Okay, What's what's the role for that? The targets have to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. So what is your spell save, DC? Uh, My spell save is 12. Acid Splash says you have to make a dexterity save. Yes. They have to make a dexterity save. Okay. They save to uh, not get acided. Yeah. Oh, my uh, spell save DC is 12. All right. And it's intelligence. 
Um, That's my spell. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't matter. Okay. Not not for this. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's see how these ones do. Uh, I'm gonna guess not great. All right. That's fine. And you. How do you do, buddy? Okay, the uh, cockatrices are actually fine, uh, but you need to uh, go ahead and roll your damage on the halfling. Five damage. He is horrifically melted and died. Screw you, and screw you, man! Scare the dragon. All right. Next is uh, Rovarth. Um, all right. Well, uh, let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 30. Eh, too far away. So I'm going to move up. Oh, that's the wrong button. I want to select. All right. I'm going to move up. 5, 10, 15, 20, uh, Basically, just in front of Flint, just to be a bodyguard, because I can uh, and then I'm going to cast uh, Eldritch Blast. There it is. And I'm going to also take the dodge uh, thing as a bonus action, because I can do that. Yeah, so which one would you like to hit? I'm just going to hit the, the one you just pinged. Why not? Okay. So do I just click Eldritch Blast? Yes. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, unlike... Holy shit. Unlike uh, <laughs> Fantasy Grounds, can't target a tile or, or a thing, but you can still just click the thing. Uh, As I uh, wave my spear me- menacingly at it and a bolt of Eldritch Energy comes off the tip, and hits the thing. Alright. Um, normally, I would ask what color that energy is, but because I know who your patron is, it is a clear, almost blue light. Like a white-blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it seems to have hurt it rather badly. Uh, Igris. Um, remind me how charge works in this system, because I'm still stuck on Pathfinder. It doesn't. Okay, so you, that's not an action anymore. Nah, What the really. fuck? Okay. Um... Then I'm just going to move... I'm just going to take my movement to run up and mark this one as my garage. Uh, Yep. Which one? This one? Uh, Yes. All right. Then what I'm going to do is I'm going to put this little dot on it. Look at that itty-bitty dot. Yep. Just put a little dot right there. Right here. Alright, so next is the cockatrice. Now, uh, they are very super dumb. So they're going to go ahead and surround Igris. So the first one going to go ahead and... Uh, I'm going to get it, you stupid dog lizard chickens. Yep. I'm going to go ahead and make fight attack. I don't believe that a six will hit your AC, however. No. I uh, swear if you tank all these. 
Kite probably will. Actually, they've, they've got a decent amount of hit points. Uh, five definitely doesn't hit. Ten definitely doesn't hit. Let's make this one public and see what it does. Nope, thirteen doesn't hit either. They're like biting and pecking nope. at your armor, and you're just like, stuff it. Stuff it. No. Stuff it. <laughs> no, like pecking it, actually at your it armor. It is Galvarin's turn, and he is riding Grenald, which means his speed is 50. He just charges right up to this thing, and he will, uh, what? Because that's just the kind of person he is. He is going to first try and hit it with his long sword in one hand, which hits, but now that he knows he hits, he is going to go ahead and divine smite it. Yeah, he'll cast it at uh, that level. All right. So he does a total of 15 damage. Dang. He's an 8th level paladin. I feel so squishy. And we called him dumb. <laughs> no, he is dumb. No. Is that, is that, it's like, let's not get it twisted. He's still dumb. Yeah, Grinald is going to go ahead and attack this same creature. I believe its AC is under 15. Oh, yeah. It's AC's shit. Uh, he does seven damage. It is very badly hurt. And Grinalt has actually bit onto one of its wings and pinned it a little bit to the ground. It is now restrained, which means that if Igris attacks it, it has... Igris has advantage. The commoner is dead, which means it is now Roscoe's turn. Ah. Uh. Very well, very well. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Unfortunately, what I was going to do, cone, so I think I would catch one of my allies in it. <laughs> you would definitely catch one of your allies. All right. Um, for now, for now, then, I'm just... After what I'm going to do, because I can get up there next turn, give me one second and make sure I'm doing this right. I, come on, spell sheet. There we go. Just because I'll be able to get up close enough to attack next turn. True strike. Yep, true strike. Nice. Awesome. You extend your hand and point a finger at a target in range. Your magic grants you a brief insight into the target defenses. On your next turn, you gain advantage in your first attack roll against the target. Now, which target are you attacking? Um, let me just... This one? Um, the closest one to me, so... Oh, uh, the one that's been heavily damaged by, uh... Actually, do the one behind it, because that one's going to probably be dead by the time I get up there. Alright, yeah. cool. Uh, then, let's go ahead and mark him like yep. that, so that we know right. what's going on. Alright. Uh... And next is Flint. Okay, um, here's what I want to do since, you know, I don't want to hit Yigris or, uh, Galvarin. Okay. I'm going to move up, uh, about here. Okay, let me move here. 
And then I want to hurl a, a firebolt at one of the back um, one of the back two chickens. Okay, so there's one uh, that was hit with an eldritch blast. Uh, that one right there, and then there's this one that is the target of the brunch. I'll hit the one that got hit by the eldritch blast. Finish that one off sooner. All right. Okay. Uh, once again, spell save is spell save is uh, twelve. Uh, no, Firebolt is an attack. So click on it. Oh, okay. okay, click on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hot damn. All right. It catches Definitely. fire. It does catch fire. We now have a flaming chicken. Firebird. Fiery murder bird. Kentucky fried cockatrice. <laughs> Kentucky fried cockatrice. Let's see, do I have a good little symbol to use here for the fires? Uh, I'll use this one. Alright. Rover! Well, I'm going to move up to there. That way I can, I can once again continue to play bodyguard, only this time on Roscoe. And then I am going to Eldritch Blast. Do-da, do-da, do-da. Yay! Dragonborn cast Eldritch Blast. And I'm going to be hitting the one that uh, I hit last time that's now on fire. All right. Uh, he is hes not having a good time. He is, <laughs> he is very badly hurt. Igris. Well, is this one that, that uh, I, I put the garage on? Mm-hmm. I uh, I roll the fist plus grudge. Most excellent. And I punches him in his stupid chicken face. That checks out. I mean, fair. And it, it's real funny too. It's like brah, brah, and you just punch it right in the beak. <laughs> I said, "Strummer." Is there anything else you'd like to do? No! Bad chicken! Bad! Alright. It is now their turn. This one is going to go ahead and attack Galvrin. Let's see how it does. Well, an 8 does not beat his 20 AC. (laughs) No! No! The next one will attack... Igris, and a 7 will not beat your 16 AC. 17. 17 AC, the next one will attack Igris again. Hey, 17! He deals you well, 5 damage. And you, have to, and you have to make a constitution... A yep, constitution saving throw. Come on, 11. Yeah, you're fine. You're, you're good. Let's see how the last one does. Oh, buddy. So one gets a pretty good bite on you, but uh, it just doesn't mean anything. Uh, and now it is Galvin's turn. Let me look at something real quick. Yeah, he got it. Uh, so Galvin will uh, go ahead and... He... Will cast 
you know what? He's just going to hit it with his sword. Because he hits and almost kills it. Uh, oh, wait, he has a second attack. <laughs> oh, boy. Click Paladins, man. Yeah, man. Uh, he kills it. And then Renald moves forward. And the one that has been true stricken, he will uh, attempt to bite it. Uh, and then, and actually, I forgot to uh, roll something real quick. <laughs> uh, the one that's on fire, I forgot. I was to gonna roll say a d6 for it. Ah, uh, not a lot. He takes one fire damage. One fire damage. I'm gonna damage. eat that one. I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, I think the book actually <laughs> says that their flesh tastes awful. <laughs> well, Ingress has never tried it before, so... <laughs> That's fair. Roscoe! Alright. Come here, Roscoe. 15, 20, 25. Going to attack the, the blue dot. Alright. Hey, uh, you know that... So, moving diagonally is just one square. Okay. Yeah. I'm so used to old rules. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they they simplified that because making it like, oh, every other square is ten feet is just a dick thing to do. It was. Uh anyway. Anyway, let me go let me go get to my trusty dagger. And let's see how this goes. Stab it, stab it. Well I, rolled an, well, I rolled an 18. Well, that hits, and you yep. dealt 6 damage. Yep. It's not doing great. Uh, oh, wait, you have you have to roll again. You didn't roll with advantage. Just to see if you get a critical. Yeah. Oh, just see, just try to roll another attack? Yeah. Okay. Because you might get that funny. Nah. Nah. All right. Um, yeah. So whenever you have advantage or disadvantage at the top of your character sheet, you'll see uh, advantage, normal, disadvantage. Right. And whichever one you have clicked, it will automatically apply that. Okay. Yeah. Understood. That's also why I accidentally did advantage at one point because I had it clicked on accident. Yeah. Um, so next is Flint. Yay! I'm gonna huck another acid splash at the at the cockatrice with the purple dot. Uh, um, oh, okay. Quick question: Are you throwing it on that one or near that one? Uh, near that one. Honestly, I want to try to get right between the two the two cockatrices in the back, like right about there. Yeah, right about there. Yeah, you can hit both of the ones on the back. Okay. So, spell save is 
twelve. Da da da. Cassie slash. Oh. Oh, one damage. Are you serious? Come on. Well, I mean, it's enough to kill one of them. No, it's oh, not. Sweet. I forgot. But he's still very badly hurt. Yay, spells. Or, well, yay, alchemy. Yeah, so how does your acid splash look? I'll be honest with you, it looks like a... It's just a... It's a it's a glass bottle. It's kind of rounded at the bottom and tapers up to a, to a top. And, like, the cork... It's not truly a cork on top. It just kind of, like... It looks like, I know, I packed it... I packed the top with clay. Yeah, so when and you then, throw uh, it, it, it's just kind open. of... Uh, yeah, and it's the bottle itself is kind of like you know the uh, green of a Heineken bottle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I probably pronounced that wrong. Then when it splashes out, it it's not truly like a bright green like in the movie. It's more kind of like a clearish green. Mm-hmm. It looks almost like food dye and water, and just let it sit for a while, like kind of a pit, really pale green. All right, all right, all Drops right. A bottle of acid, at people. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. All right. It is now Rovarth's turn. Uh, well, I was kind of hoping for that one to die already, but I guess not. So, I'm going to move... Such uh, shade. One, two, Shoot her! They should all be destroyed. And I'm going to flex some of my more melee combat abilities and try and uh, stab it. Flex on them. Alright. Yeah. I need to go. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> Weird get, but okay. Oh, I forgot I had my ultra class macro. Hmm. Oh well. Okay. As I uh, stab it with my spear. Yeah. So it's like, bah! I'm on fire. Bah! I've been hit with acid. And you're like, hey, here's a spear, just right through its gizzards. Mm, cool. Cockatrice on a stick. And it is. It's already the... flame roasted. Igris. I'm a keep punching. All right. I, I love that you are boxing with this weird chicken monster. He's a poultry pupil. As one does. As one does. It is so badly hurt. You were hitting this thing so hard. You're just like you're, you're punching like it all its weak spots. Everything's its weak spot. It's a hideous it's like mutant the... chicken. It's like the chicken from Mon, except terrifying. Oh, I forgot to mention. Angry. I forgot to mention that cockatrices have like a snake tongue. Mm. So they're sitting there going bah, bah, and like a snake tongue shoots out when they do it. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. now I'm imagining I've just like grabbed one's tongue and I'm just like using it as one of those punching balls. Yeah, that's exactly what happens on this one. Like it does that, and you grab its tongue and just punch. Its head just goes right into your fist, and then you let go. Uh, I love it. This it's is a the fist. best mental image. It's like a fist assist. So, the cockatrice's turn. Uh, the one you've been hitting is going to attempt to bite you again. <laughs> As it should. And it fails. That's fair. It's very disoriented. Uh, and disappointed. And disappointed. <laughs> The other one will attempt to uh, bite Galvarin because he, he fucked him up real bad. Both these options are and fair. And he will fail. Now it's Galvarin's turn. <laughs> they are so hilariously ineffective. Galvarin decides 
he will use Moonbeam. Moon Moonbeam. The beam of Moon Moon, the derpiest of the wolves. Derpiest of them. I gotta actually look up what Moonbeam fucking does. Ah shit, who cast Moon Moonbeam? Ah shit, son. Darn it. It does some some, some burning and some some revealing of things. I can't remember if it's a single target. Yeah, I don't remember that either. (laughs) It's Moon Moon's greatest attack, the Beam Beam. Alright, Moonbeam. Save yourself, Moonbeam. It is. Uh, range of inventory fruit. Uh, it is a 5 foot radius, 40 foot high cylinder. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, so he casts it on this guy. He just casts an orbital laser on it. <laughs> yep. He, so his uh, longsword is actually pretty cool looking. It almost looks like it's the haft of a giant spear. Like the spearhead yeah. from a giant spear. Um, nice. And he says some words in Sylvan and points at this thing, and this beam of white, silvery light just shoots down out of the sky and uh, probably hits it. Let's see if you can make that, that save there, buddy. <laughs> yes! Oh, wow. shit! It, uh, wow! I mean, it's still not doing great. Seven but hey, it dodged the moon moonbeam. Oh, no, dodge I is a strong word. It survived the moon moonbeam. <laughs> the moon moonbeam beam. Uh, and now it is Roscoe's turn. Would you I like think. to use your, uh, your cone? Because you could... Just put it right there. And then I think I will. Thunderwave! But before I oh, put no. down my coat... It's much but, different from Thunderwave, Hunter. Oh. Shoot. Where, so you mean they're not going to be... Thunderstruck! They probably will be. Oh. This not oh, there it is. So, yep. So, again, I just, Jerry, all you have I, to I do just, don't click on the... Uh, don't click on the right. gear. Okay. All you have to do is click on it. Right. Alright, so basically, because my character can be a smart aleck, I say, I know, I know you don't understand me, cockatrice, but just saying you can't call a cockatrice right now. Ha. And, eh. and then after I say that, let me close this, because I'm... Uh, there I'm, we go. Yeah, I'm going to open it up. We'll click on it. I did. Alright. And I'm going to submit... Uh, right. huh. So the there shouldn't hold on. Let me modify something real quick. There. Okay. Because uh, there's there's no attack. Right. Um. It's just the save. So let's see if it can make the save. It oh my god! I didn't realize he was a bard until now. Oh yeah, buddy. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm just a, I'm just a very polite, sophisticated bard. Igris is tempted to turn and punch you for that horrible pun. Well, see, the thing is, is what actually happens... So he, he says that, and then you see his lips move, but you don't hear anything. All that you see is all the snow is blasted away from that area. This cockatrice is killed 
He's knocked back a little bit, or he's knocked prone, is killed, and so is this cockatrice. If you guys like, you can make an arcana roll to figure out what the fuck Roscoe just did. Because there was no sound. It was just, like, you felt the boom. Yeah, sure, why not? Fourteen! God damn it, I got a This is your wheelhouse, man. How can you not know what the fuck's going on? I have proficiency. (laughs) Apparently not. Would you like to roll hunter? No. Okay. So Ingrid and Rovarth are like, what the fuck? Um however, Flint you're not very familiar with it, but you have heard that there are some bardic colleges that have learned to uh, speak Ildar's words, and that that's one of the things that they can do, is this blast of energy. Did he just foosro-dod these things? He fucking foosro-dod. Okay, so, Roscoe, don't be concerned, but you now have a fanboy. His name is Splint. He's oh, super excited about this. He's like, I want to know everything. Alright, so this is where we're going to stop. Uh, does anybody want to plug any pluggables? Uh, sure, I will plug my Twitter and my Instagram. Elvenly underscore E. Both E's on the ends are capitalized. I post art. I retweet funny things. I do blog buzz and politics. Screw the Nazis, save the Earth. Yeah, have a good day. I have nothing for the moment. Originally, I wasn't going to, but I decided, sure, why not? I can always use more followers. You can find me on Twitter at at Jarius underscore Jer. Be warned, I tell bad jokes, talk way too much about pro wrestling. Right now and then, I rah-rah punch a Nazi and just other random shenanigans. I always plug my book because I'm an author. Unbalanced Scales you can find it on Amazon, both print and Kindle. The Kindle version is 99 cents, so you have no excuse. Follow my author page at H. Campbell Royal on Facebook or just search for Hunter C. Royal uh, on Facebook, and that'll lead you to my author page. You can follow me on Twitter at H. At, at H. C. Royal, two L's. The Twitter is mostly me just kind of like going on about random things in life or work that are affecting my my writing progress. The author page on Facebook is longer stuff for me to post about lore of the world and whatnot. And uh, um, also, I'll be posting stuff, follow my author page because I'll be posting info about um, a new anthology that um, Hatton Cross Steampunk Publishing, my publishing group, will be releasing in January because both me and Jerry have short stories that are going to be in that one. So um, keep in touch and follow, and you'll, you'll be able to get on the ground floor on that one. And I've been Eli Royal. Uh, don't ask who else I might have been. And you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Royal, R-O-Y-A-L-L, Artisan Props. Uh, I make cosplay props. I've made Stormbreaker, the Infinity Gauntlet, some Wonder Woman shields. And uh, you can also give me a follow on Twitter at Royal Props, where I actively pick fights with Nazis. 
We are a uh, definitely an anti-Nazi podcast. All right. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this part of our tale, Traveler. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever else fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGsPodcast.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGsPodcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive. I've been the audio engineer of this episode, Amanda Pavic. You can find me on all social medias at AhoyLovey, that's A-H-O-Y-L-U-V-Y, and also on Twitch.